From COK Studios in Ira Glass's nursery, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider the 70th anniversary of the end of World War II in Europe with a man who was there in 1945. We'll also consider the NBA and Stanley Cup playoffs with Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator from ESPN's Sports Yell. And we'll consider why the neighborhood cats always want to sleep on my porch. Shoo! Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Mom and Pop's Frontier General Store, a division of Taft Pharmaceuticals, a subsidiary of ProTech Industries, which is the Leviathan Enterprises Company. Leviathan, we own you. And the Rainbow Sunflower Dog Training and Wellness Center. Sign up for one of our many classes today and receive a free hemp chew toy or a box of gluten-free, organic, homemade, locally sourced, cruelty-free, vegan, fair trade, non-GMO, all-natural dog treats. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. Last Friday marked the 70th anniversary of the end of World War II in Europe with the surrender of Nazi Germany to the Allies. Russia celebrated with a Victory Day parade through Moscow's Red Square, and Russian President Vladimir Putin paid tribute to the Red Army and thanked wartime allies France, Britain, and the United States for helping to defeat Nazi Germany. With Adolf Hitler already dead, his successors signed the surrender of Germany on May 7th in Reims, France, and on May 8th in Berlin. As part of our series on American history, Consider Ourselves, Connor spoke with a man who was there on that fateful day in May of 1945. In May 1945, General Alfred Jodl, the chief of staff of the German Wehrmacht, was sent to sign the instrument of surrender at a meeting with Allied representatives in Reims, France. Known as Victory in Europe Day, or VE Day, this event marked the end of the war with Nazi Germany. Bud Baker was there as a member of the U.S. Army. That was quite a day. I mean, we all knew it was coming because Hitler was dead and the Germans were on the run. Bud says that the emotions on that day were like nothing he'd ever felt before. Four years of fighting for us had come to an end. It was amazing. We celebrated like there was no tomorrow. Not only was it a great day for our country, it was also my sexual awakening. What? You gotta realize, I was just a kid from River City, Iowa. I was completely naive in the ways of the world. When we won the war, all of the soldiers had scads of French women at our fingertips. I see. Now, could you tell me more about what happened on VE Day? Sure. That day was just a giant party. We were just overjoyed that the Nazis had finally given up. All the girls in Reims came out and brought wine and food. I'd never even kissed a girl, and neither had some of my buddies, and here we were doing the horizontal mambo with these very experienced French women. I mean, very experienced. I learned more in five minutes with Michelle than I ever could have with the prudes back in Iowa. So what else happened that day? After Michelle, there was Yvette. She was very eager. Apparently, she was famous in Reims for doing things the other girls wouldn't do. I learned firsthand, I'll tell you what, she did this thing she called a reams job where she put... No, 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 let me just stop you there. Now, was there anything about VE Day that you remember that doesn't involve having sex with French women? Did I mention all these girls were prostitutes? I mean, we got ours for free, seeing as we just liberated their country from the dirty Huns. It's a wonder I could even walk the next day. So, nothing else then? 
my buddies and I took to calling VE Day VD Day because we all got the clap. It was worth it, though. World War II hero and witness to history, Bud Baker. For Consider Ourselves, I'm Connor Bentley. Now we turn to sports. Our good friends Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator from ESPN Radio's Sports Yell are back to discuss the NBA and Stanley Cup playoffs. Good to have you both with us. It's good to be here. What up, Cordell? Let's first talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. There's been a good deal of exciting hockey being played so far. Absolutely. Obviously. I think the biggest surprise in the Stanley Cup playoffs has to be the Chicago Blackhawks. They swept a Minnesota Wild team that was picked by almost everyone to beat them. I think that everyone should be taking notice of how well Chicago's playing right now because they're a championship club that could easily win it all. While I agree that the Blackhawks have been impressive thus far, I like the Anaheim Ducks to come out of the West. Hampus Lindholm has been so tough for them in the playoffs, and he's only 21 years old, Rick. Good for him. He's just a kid, and believe me, the veteran Blackhawks are going to make him look like the baby he is. You heard it here first. I say the Hawks win it all this year. Oh, I'm shocked, Rick. The guy from Chicago picks Chicago to win? I might faint in surprise. Seriously, I'm feeling all woozy now because I can't believe that you picked your hometown team to win. Look out. I'm going to faint. Here I go. You're hilarious, Cecil. Obviously. Perhaps we should discuss the NBA playoffs before things get any more heated. Whatever. So, who do you two like to win in the NBA this year? I know you think I'll be a homer again and pick Chicago, Cecil, but I won't. I think this is one of the more wide-open years we've seen in a long time, and I see most of these second-round matchups going all seven games. My picks for the finals are the Clippers and the Cavaliers, and I'm taking L.A. to win it all. Well, Rick, you've outdone yourself. That might be the most asinine pick I've ever heard. While I do agree that these series are all very tight and that there isn't a clear-cut favorite, I think that Golden State will figure out how to beat Memphis and get to the finals where they will beat your Chicago Bulls. Warriors in six. Did you just fall out of a stupid tree? Oh, I don't know. Did you just get hit with a stupid stick? I don't know. Did you just start taking stupid pills? Well, I don't know. Did you just get sprinkled with stupid dust by the stupid fairy? The Chris Bulls are clearly a nice team, Griffin as are the Clippers, but there's no way in hell the Warriors get denied. They've been the best team all year. Not that you would know, since you obviously haven't been paying attention. I bet you all my kids' college years. money that I'll Curry and the Warriors win it all. Sizzle. Oh, I'm so sure about it that I'm willing to put my kids' future in serious jeopardy. I just hate it when you two get like this. Isn't there anything you can agree on? Actually, Cordell, there is. We have a new spinoff show that just started airing on ESPN Radio right after our show. It's a focus on the issues and interests of the LGBT sports fan. It's a great show, and Cecil and I are happy to be producing it. Obviously. Well, that sounds nice. Do you have a clip? Yes, we do. It's hosted by Wanda Van Dyke and COK's own Trevin Motley. I feel like the LPGA is not marketed well enough to non-golf fans. There you go again, Wanda. All you ever talk about is women's golf and field hockey. Nobody cares. Well, nobody cares about figure uh, skating and gymnastics, Trevin. Uh, so swear, help me God, women's golf is a great again, sport. You just it. haven't taken the time to the learn about popular it. Skaters also, out there, Wanda, where's the Nancy fun in Kerrigan, skating? Sasha it's Cohen, too Michelle dainty. Kwan, now, field hockey, that's a real sport. But it's probably too brutal for a little twink like you to understand, Trevin. P.S. Anthony Davis called and he wants his unibrow back. Well, what do you think? It sounds almost worse than your show. Oh, it is. Those two are just savage to each other. Their show makes sports yell look like Sesame Street. What's it called? Sports Bitch. 
Well, I might have guessed. Thank you for coming by today, gents. No problem. Thanks. That was Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator. You can hear them every weekday on ESPN Radio's Sports Yell. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Consider Our Know. You can also subscribe to the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. If you'd like to donate to Consider Our Knowledge, go to our website and click the Support COK button. That'll take you to our Patreon page where you can make a secure $5 monthly donation. A special thank you this week to Colin Smith. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. I know you think I'm going to be a homer again and pick Chicago, Cecil, but I won't. I think it's one of the more wide open years this year because of the year being so long. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.